welcome to an interview with podcast series from the social investment business. I'm Nick, and today I'm talking to Nick Temple, one of the founders of Popsy. Hi, Nick. Hello. Nick, to start us off, can you briefly explain what Popsy is and where the idea came from? Yeah, sure. So Popsy is a pop-up social enterprise think tank, and it came about really because there were a few of us who were not affiliated to any organization, either by choice or circumstance. Um, And at the same time, uh, we also felt like there wasn't much big thinking going on in the sector at the moment. Everyone is quite heads down, delivery, survival mode. Um, So we thought we'd try and combine those two opportunities, really. And the idea for a pop-up think tank came about. So what inspired you to create a pop-up think tank rather than a permanent one? Well, partly, I guess, because all the people involved are doing lots of other stuff, so they've all got bits of work and so on. But I think also it gave it a real freshness. So it was kind of inspired, obviously, by the the pop-up movement, which is kind of doing usually pop-up shops or pop-up restaurants. But it's also about kind of putting underused assets back to use. So we were putting our underused assets back to use, i.e. our brains, back into use to regenerate the community. But in our case, it wasn't just a geographical one but also the social enterprise community, hopefully. So we wanted to give a fresh burst of thinking and then disappear. So Popsy got together individuals who had worked across the sector. Why choose that route as opposed to working together with an established think tank and using their networks? That's a good question. I'm not sure we even thought about that. I mean, I think we've got, between the people involved, we had decent networks and felt like we could we could land some of some of the ideas we were trying to come up with and, and had good good routes into key influences and stuff. And we'll be sharing it also with all those other think tanks as well, so hopefully we'll help shape their thinking as well. And do you think the other established think tanks like Respublica, Reform, Policy Exchange understand social enterprise? Well, that's another reason, I suppose, I guess, to differing degrees. I think some more than others. You know, Demos have actually done a fair bit of work in the field and probably have a decent understanding, especially of kind of enterprise and entrepreneurship. But some of the others, I mean, I think they're getting there. They tend to have, if there is expertise, it tends to be kind of embodied in one person who's done a big report on it. But Respublica have done some interesting work there and are kind of obviously interested in the space and how it connects to, to the kind of big society stuff as well. Throughout Popsy, what did you learn about collaborating with different organisations across the sector? I'm not sure we did collaborate with other organisations. I think we it was more a collaboration of individuals, to be honest, and, and, and bringing in individuals from other organisations. So I think we learned that a bit of openness and humour and goodwill and creativity attracted people and, and encouraged them to get engaged and involved, really. So there's kind of some of that stuff's not always doesn't feel easy to do when you're in an organization I think like you you kind of feels a bit risky to be creative and have a bit of laugh and use humor and stuff but actually showed that that stuff really does work and and got people engaged with it did you think there was like a real appetite from individuals across like different organizations to meet up with others and kind of work together in that way yeah I mean there was an element to which we probably didn't break out of the social enterprise world as much as we'd like so you, there were quite a lot of usual suspects but also some if you like unusual suspects you know there was people like national trust and keep britain tidy and and then there was just random people who dropped off the street uh, and came in and asked what we were doing and all that kind of thing which added a certain freshness to it um, i think having the retail space so we were in a former subway franchise 
having that kind of space that's very public facing makes it very different you've got people coming in asking what the hell is social enterprise what are you doing and also getting a window into kind of some of the big debates that are happening and what have been your key findings so far from Popsy? I guess we we kind of themed it in different areas so we were trying to look at big areas we've come out with a top 20 recommendations across the sector that obviously people can have a look at via the website there's a range. So there was, there was a load of key recommendations around the Big Society Bank, everything about who should be on the governance through to where it should be cited. There's some interesting stuff around the NHS spin-outs and what will help create the kind of best playing field for that field to really succeed over the next five years. And some more, I guess, slightly more abstract or, or you know, less detailed work, but really interesting stuff around what helps form a community. So I think the sense was that Big Society is is difficult to define and all that kind of stuff and actually we needed to better understand how communities function and what we mean by communities even. So there's a whole range really and and we're just now trying to draw them together, post them up and get those targeted at the right audiences. And so on that kind of subject of audiences, what impact did you expect Popsy to have when you started the project? And has it met your expectations? Yes, I was in charge of measurement of social impact and I was looking at the whole space. To be really honest, I don't think we had any grand plans for how much impact we were going to have. I think if we can make kind of creative and fresh and constructive contributions to the debate that help move them on. So several of them, like Big Site Bank or Measuring Social Impact, feel quite stuck in terms of debate. So if we can help shift some of those and feed into work that others are doing or the government's doing, then we'll be quite happy. I suppose beyond that, there's another set of impacts, which was about bringing people together, about regenerating a physical community in Exmouth Market, as well as the social enterprise community. And I think we probably did well on that. The impact of the reports and everything we've done, I guess we'll see down the line. What hopes do you have for Popsy in the future? Will it make a comeback, do you think? I don't know. I mean, that is the most commonly asked question. There's been various suggestions uh, of names as well, like Popsy 2, Pop Harder, that kind of thing. Or somebody suggested kind of theming along the Star Wars films. So it would kind of be, you know, Revenge of the Social Enterprise Movement and that kind of stuff. But um, I, to be honest, I think, you know, part of the reason why it worked is because it was very fresh, it was new, it was interesting, and it didn't outstay its welcome. So I'd be worried if we were like doing one every month. I think we might struggle. So where we are at the moment is the collaborative have kind of agreed that we've gone dark. But if the social enterprise sector needs us, then we will uh, return again. So your, well, your background is in communications and research in the sector. And there's been a lot of debate about how social enterprises communicate themselves, especially at the moment with it being at the heart of the agenda. What do you think social enterprises could be doing better to communicate what they want to? I think they are a bit risk-averse in their communications often. So I think there's a huge amount that you can do very cheaply it's much more accessible than it used to be and I think it's for me it's kind of partly about honesty about being kind of there's a sense that this is the real them as an organization you get a connection with that and that's not just about their stories but that's about who they are as an organization and their culture there's a kind of credibility point so they've got to know what they're talking about and become almost a kind of authoritative voice on that subject and also they've got to continue they've got to be consistent in doing it so I think often people will kind of set up a blog do three posts never seen again you know create a Facebook group and then not populate it and not socialize it the technology in setting it up is the easy bit it's the consistency and using it over a period of time that's the hard stuff and you've got to give resource to that usually someone's time do you think there's any hope in communicating the big society agenda in general 
I'm relatively glad I don't have that job. Like I say, I think for me, they're starting to get to a more interesting phase now where it's about implementation and not kind of just a debate about what it is. I think it will define itself by what it does, by different projects. The Big Society Network are doing a lot more practically now. But I think also it's about, you know, for me, the Big Society, in a sense, is the wrong phrase, perhaps. I know people have said it's the right idea at the wrong time, but I think it's also... The phrase itself gives off kind of big central uh, control a little bit. And I think actually it's about an interlinked web of small communities. And I think, you know, they could get that out there much more alongside the stuff they have been doing, which is, you know, we know we didn't invent this. Um, We're not trying to claim it. You know, they're doing that now. Perhaps should have done it earlier. But I think it will it will get there. But we'll we'll judge people by what they do, not by what they call it. Now we've come to the quick-fire question round. I'm going to ask you a series of quick-fire questions and you just say what your preference is or the first thing that you can think of. Okay, cool. So, Microsoft or Apple? Apple. Question time or Newsnight? Question time. Full-time or freelance? (laughs) Freelance right now. Pop or classical? Pop. Blog or tweet? Oh, that's hard. I'll go blog. I've still got fondness for the blog. And early bird or night owl? Oh, night owl. And that concludes our interview with Nick Temple. Thank you for speaking to us today, Nick. You can check out our website, www.thesocialinvestmentbusiness.org forward slash an interview with and our Twitter feed at The Social Invest for the next instalment of this podcast series. And you can find out more about Popsy at www.popsy.org.uk or follow them on Twitter at Pop Up Think Tank or hear more from Nick at Nick Temple. That's right.